1: Hello and welcome to the Real Housewives of Orange County episode of Tender, Loving Care with your hosts, myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we're going to dive headfirst into Real Housewives of Orange County and all things Bravo that are currently airing, Kate and I's podcast, Tender, Loving Care, which is available on all podcasting platforms, has a new episode each Wednesday. And in that podcast, we break down a show from the TLC and Discovery Plus Network, past or present. All right, without further ado, let's get into the ladies of Orange County. Hi,
2: Kay. Hi, Pauline. Hello. Penny
1: Crayon. Um, <laughs> guys, a little shout out. We have a lot of listeners in the UK. And I just want to ask you, Kate. you know, as Kate has discussed, She got a new addition to the family, her gorgeous little scribble dog. I say scribble with complete love because she's like a little terrier kind of mix. Um, That's right to say terrier mix, right?
2: Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, And um, she's named Penny and she's a dream. And I kept saying to Kate, like, how's Penny Crayon? And I don't know Then it was only just like two days ago. I said to Kate, do you understand why I'm calling a Penny Crayon? She's like, "I no. Um, Anyone in the UK, do you remember a TV show, cartoon, kids cartoon called Penny Crayon? And it was about this main character, Penny, who would go around with her special crayon and she'd draw whatever she drew on a wall and it would come to life. It was such a good show. I, I, So I found the photo, I sent it to Kate. Kate didn't ask for any of this, by the way. Sent her a photo of Penny Crayon. Then I sent her the title opening themes, which was like a zoom back into my childhood. But watching it, it looked really, really old. So I don't know, even old for like when I was watching it, because I swear I I must have been watching it like 90s, but it looked like earlier than that. So I don't know if it was going on for a long time. But anyone, if you remember Penny Crayon, the cartoon please just DM us at Tender Loving Care podcast on Instagram or email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com because I just want to know that I'm not alone when I sing
2: Penny Crayon. What I liked about it was she was mostly drawing little animals. Yes. Like, like little pets and things. And I was she like, was. Cool,
1: okay. And she would also have her little beret on, which I liked
2: yeah it was super cute it was probably on there were a lot of things that i watched that were old-fashioned because they would just be on like public access tv or like okay. um nick at night that's how i got okay. into like i love lucy and stuff it was just oh, like really old shows great. that they're just yeah. showing on a certain channel maybe it's yeah. that but it looks super oh, cute i love it, penny. it i love great. miss penny
1: love miss penny um so, guys, we're going to cover in this show, just so you know, currently I'm Crappy Lake's done. Bravo, we're going to be discussing, obviously, Orange County is the main. And then we cannot not discuss uh, Real house size Salt Lake City. So we're going to do that at the end after we finish OC. Uh, but before that, Kate, now we said in our previous episode earlier this week that, you know, there is all this talk on all the trades, a.k.a. Page Six, um and instagram about summer house and that odd man car which i'm not gonna go on about my 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 feelings um about him or any of the cast the very boring boring cast but um obviously him and Lindsay right they were engaged broke up that broke last week or whatever Mm -hmm. then today kate did you read the There's all these rumors and remember they are just rumors there was a ton about scandable that was never true that Carl would had a mistress and she had had a pregnancy scare and that's why they called off the wedding
2: yes i saw that rumor i saw a rumor going around that carl didn't break up with her because he had some sort of deal with the hotel Yeah. yeah and uh so he had to wait until the very last minute so they still got money from it
1: And then somebody else went on and said, I am an invited guest to the wedding and I can tell you it's still going on and taking place.
2: Oh, I didn't even see that one. Yeah.
1: So I don't know what's going on, but what they did do is and this person that said it's still going on showed screenshots of their private wedding invite and wedding uh, website um, that says still time to book and all of this stuff. But They may just not have taken it down. Who knows? But she said, we're all still planning to go to the wedding. I I don't know. But what is relatable relating to what we're talking about is that they're getting married supposedly in Mexico at a resort. And it's the same resort that the women from Orange County are going to in this episode. Oh, I
2: I did not know that.
1: Isn't that a small Bravo world?
2: I guess there's only so many resorts in every city that are willing to let Bravo just descend yeah, upon their exactly. establishments, but yeah. that's that's great. I love that. Yeah.
1: So that's that's going on. I'm not too invested in it. It's certainly not like Scandal. But it's just I want. I do. I, I'm intrigued in what's going on. So one of them needs to speak out.
2: Yeah. I. I. I just keep seeing all these weird photos of carl yeah. in new york just looking somber in the streets and it's like this is all going to come out in the wash and i just yeah it's not it's not a crazy scan moment yeah it's just i just want to know it's like okay cut the crap cut the yeah. crap what's going on yeah
1: exactly exactly um so we are on to episode 11 of big news bigger secret and i can tell you i am just thrilled with the work oc's doing thrilled. It was time we waited many a year for you guys to get your shit together. So I'm happy with what's going on, Kate.
2: It's in a pretty good place. It is. I'm entertained pretty much every episode. So we start with Shannon going to Dr. Moon, who (laughs) was giving me the vibe of one of our other favorite doctors, Dr. Now. (laughs) Yes. In the fact that he was brutally... Brutally honest with Shannon and basically read her for filth, telling her that her face is sagging to the sure. floor.
1: Sure, as is her stomach, but that's due to stress. He says, See, you're stressed. Everything's sagging, sagging stress. She's like, My stomach? He goes, Yeah, and your face. You talk too much and you eat too much. <laughs> Dr. Moon. And I'll tell you, Shannon walked in and was like, You look great, Dr. Moon. I don't think you look so great. Dr. Moon is walking age unknown. <laughs> health unknown I mean he couldn't be less enthused about sh- seeing Shannon and this business idea if he tried and I love yeah, it.
2: what's going what's that all about she kind of slid that in towards the end of the yeah season, like oh well actually you know I have my three girls going to college so I need my business with him to go well because I need to make money selling colonics okay like,
1: so She's going and talking about her stress and nerves and how long she's been seeing Dr. Moon. And all I can think about is if she didn't see Dr. Moon, this is her with someone controlling her stress. If she didn't see Dr. Moon, can you imagine the state of Shannon Storm's bedore? It would be through the roof. A better television, but it would be through the roof. So then she talks about the three children at university. And in my mind, I am actually thinking, can you imagine what that cost is? three girls in american universities which are extortionate like it's unbelievably expensive in this country three of them at university one of them being usc the other one was parsons which is super expensive and then there was another one but
2: that one was in texas and waco baylor i think
1: i mean the so then she tells us that lemonade remember this is this weird. we saw have Two seasons ago or a season ago, just packing boxes with Archie in the garage. And it's like health supplements, but with lemons. And because of her seven lemons in a, bowl, in a bowl, nine lemons in a bowl, whatever. I, It hasn't even been discussed this season at all, which is strange. It's like, women, you're on this show to plug a lot of your shit. Like, look at Heather Um So... She has this lemonade business and she tells us we're not making a profit. We're just breaking even. So then she says, but, you know, I'm now going into this. I've got the prototype for this colonic that me and Dr. Moon are going into. Aren't you excited, Dr. Moon, about this business we're going into? Uh-huh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. It was great. He, It's basically an at-home colonic and she constantly does colonics, which is not good to constantly do them, but anyway... She then, we get a great flashback to her when the White Walker, I remember she was going to, sh- I'll tell you where she was going. She was going to Tamra Barney's judge, Barney judge, uh, Tammy Sue Barney judge, um, <laughs> <laughs> baptism. And she was wearing all white. And she said she'd eaten a tangerine and the tangerine had inflamed and bloated her stomach so before she went she wanted to do a colonic irrigation of her bowels (laughs) at home so she shoves this stuff up her ass to do this colonic and there's there's a tip that she came out of the bathroom going it's broken off and he had to i can't look inside her asshole to find this bit of plastic then she's like then she's like actually it fell out in the toilet anyway due to this was all due to a tangerine anyway
2: so oh my god
1: she's now made this at home thing that she's doing with Dr Moon so I, I the success level i've no idea but that's it looked like i put it on our instagram it looked like a medieval torture um instrument it looked horrendous horrendous <laughs> Oh, don't go shoving shit up or stuff up your ass, guys. Be careful. All right, good, so good, good luck, Shannon. Good luck, Shannon. Then, then Jen. Chris, oh. Jen's mum. Yeah. We so we see her, Kate, and this is a really weird scene. I mean, she says she's best friends with her mum, and obviously we know Jen cheated on her husband and this will that we keep hearing about that we yet to see really close to the parents and it was hard they were having this conversation it's gonna be the first time she's gonna meet that ding dong ryan and she said that during her divorce her mom just wasn't there for her and that was very sad
2: yeah because she's from the oklahoma Oklahoma. right Mm -hmm. so she's telling us where i'm from divorce is not acceptable and my mom didn't really come out and see me because she was upset that I was getting divorced and her ex soon to be ex husband, whatever her, uh, will is mm-hmm. with the parents working, right? He's, yeah. he's in Oklahoma. And so I, it, it's like they were on his side or something. Yeah, if the, if you're going to say sad. sides. Um, so it was nice that the mom, you know, she has come around and she's supporting her more now and they're making cook baking cookies and, um, kind of setting up the idea that she's going to be meeting ryan later in the episode um that was really all that happened right they were just and then and then we get this montage of all the gals getting ready for heather's hd network launch party uh which is her network that's going to be on fireside which is a streaming website
1: have you got? I actually went on to it. This was last week. I meant to tell you the week before, before the show. I went on to find. So I said, "What is it?" I could not make head nor tails of what it is. I went I on the phone, and it's like you know who's on there. Tyler Henry, the psychic that we covered. Oh, he's on there, and then I just somehow it's super weird looking. It's not laid out well, and then you try, and then I just put in Heather DeBro. And her face was like in my face, talking about doing something in the house. And it's just, it's Instagram. Well, we'll get on to what it is. But they're all getting ready. And I love that we see um, um, Sparkles, Jen's dog, just lying on her dress. It was lovely. Um, And then Jen and Tamara ended up in the exact same like highlighter, yellow, green look. And I really appreciated that Jen didn't iron dress at all lots yeah. lots of sparkles crinkles on there but she was fine <laughs> and we're going into this party for heather which is a major part of this entire um, episode so she is like you say launching the the network that hd which she thinks is so clever network on fireside so she's had this massive party this party cost a fortune
2: This party costs more than she's going to earn on Fireside. I'll just say that. And by network, that just means like her channel. Channel. Like like a YouTube channel, basically, right? Okay. So she thinks, she tells us she thinks that she's going to get job offers, like acting job offers from casting directors watching her self produced live streams on Fireside.
1: But someone that claims to have been been in the Biz for so long, she's clueless. Like she is she's making these very bizarre statements like that, and well I'm buying a $12 million penthouse to be in LA, so when the job offers come in, I can get there straight away. What what? I mean, she's really clueless. It's quite shocking, actually, how clueless she is about this acting career. Tammy Sue gets in that interview and she's like, Uh, so this is her acting career now? This is where her acting career is going. And she greets everyone, she meets them, she meets Emily, who is ready for a fight, ready for a fight. She starts down in that champagne. Emily's best work was in this episode. And yeah. she's down in this champagne, and they're all talking, and then Heather moves on, and 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 um Emily says, I'm really angry with her because I was having a discussion with her and she's told me that at BravoCon last year, she was with Shannon and Shannon was saying terrible things about me. And when I asked her, what did she say? Heather goes, oh, I can't tell you that.
2: It's so in she, the vault.
1: It's in the vault. So she's fuming with Heather. Um. So then um, they're all kind of, she's downed like five champagnes and she says that I haven't eaten at all guys rookie rookie mistake so Heather's like everyone come in come in by the way she was greeting those people that were supposed to be her friends. she's like hi friends I haven't seen forever and I'm like Heather you have no friends you have no. zero friends Terry Terry <laughs> Terry and the kids and she um uh, and she goes in to give her speech. Now, I had to write, I listened to it twice, I rewound it, and I wrote down how she described this. It is the first interactive streaming service. Kate's on mute because she's laughing so hard. Because first interactive streaming Service, like you mean, like YouTube, you mean like, it's in- Instagram Live.
2: That's why I'm dying laughing because Tamra's, Tamra's oh, confessionals were, were right. so top notch in this episode. Right, She says this speech, and then it cuts to Tamra, and she's like, "So streaming, okay, so streaming, so like TikTok, yes, and Instagram, and YouTube, and OnlyFans." <laughs>
1: She's completely right, and we had said this before. We were like, "But why is she?" She has. No... I, I. I'm. I think I'm just so shocked at how poorly Heather is de- playing this out because everything is calculated with her, every single move. Right? We all know that. But this, she did not think this through at all.
2: Well, I think this whole fireside website is delusional, and she's just regurgitating what they've told her about about what it. Is because I'm on the website and it's it's saying like you know breaking technology was the first interactive fan engagement platform built for talent brands and IP owners and it's just like what Fireside is the first
1: interactive fan engagement platform. Well, I would say that going on Instagram Live is an interactive fan engagement platform.
2: it's It's like just make a popular tiktok account what are you doing
1: and you have a video here of somebody that's doing a cooking show and he's just got people writing comments on the side like twitch it's just twitch
2: it's like just act like an idiot on social media and go viral like everyone else like why do you need to sign up and have this big party like this is so extra and stupid
1: I'm so. this makes no sense. And I would also like to add that they're such dum-dums. They don't even have, it's not fireside.com. It's firesidechat.com. How no. did you not get fireside.com with all your money? I need somebody to explain to me how this is different. This is what we have seen it. And Tamara's going to Heather when they sit down to eat, right? They sit down to this fancy dinner. And she said, but, so what, like, what, what do you mean? Like that the fans, she said, and, and Heather's saying, well, look, the fans can interact with you and they can talk to you. You can hear them applauding. Yeah, right. Uh, can you imagine what they'd hear us say? You can hear, uh, you can hear them applauding. And she just goes, but, but how? And Heather just goes, the technology, to all the technology. I need, I, I want Heather to explain and it will be, you know what? This is very, um, appropriate. The, reunion's filming right now it's filming today
2: oh okay
1: they are probably screaming right now in los angeles somewhere i can hear them screaming at each other and it's great but so tamra's tamra is great you're right she was so on point Heather doesn't, she's, she's very ill-informed and she made a big mistake with this one. Um, but she, so she, that's, they're going on and they eat it. And then we see Emily is, she's angry and she's drunk. So she starts saying things like, I mean, the great thing that she says is that um, um, she first, they, they bring out this um, plate and it has a cloche on it. And she goes, oh, is this a bird under here? I mean, she's really loud and obnoxious. And they and Heather's like, what? She's like, it's like a birdcage. And she goes, it's cloche, actually. And she's like, hmm. Then there was this cucumber salad in the way she... I mean, it was really bad, the way she was behaving. The way she was eating that cucumber. She's like, there's sand in this
2: salad! <laughs> she was, she was I don't so- know. I didn't think she was being that bad because because of what it was it was like oh, okay so you're launching your youtube channel basically like I why can't why can't we goof around a bit
1: that's not goofing around that's if you're at a dinner that you've paid for and you're someone's guest and you're wasted and you're putting food in your mouth and being sloppy come on I loved it I loved what she was doing and she was angry but she was drunk embarrassing like if that guess, was yeah a dinner party I would be like get just, out
2: I just picture someone like Brandy or something and how bad they'd be, Be it, they would be. And I'm like, okay, she was kind of like both, giggle, giggling and eating her food in a dumb way. And I'm like,
1: they're both bad. Heather, Heather I, was I, so
2: I, mad and she's joking around. Heather can't take a joke. No, like, not I thought she was being kind of funny. She's like, Heather, I think maybe you might need to put HD on a few more things. You she should, you should put
1: your initials on more things. I'm surprised we didn't get branded when we came in here. If Heather didn't take herself so seriously and laughed at that, it would have been a really great moment. It would yeah. have been really great. But Heather, bit, her career is that, like I've said before, it's the chink in her armor, right? That is the way to get to Heather and if anyone's smart at this reunion they better be digging and digging and digging at her career because that's how you get reaction because if she had laughed oh it would have been so funny like it would have been such a good moment she'd be like oh my god she's never self-deprecating even when she tries to be a little bit if she was had some humility or just for once said something like this is she walked in there and goes, OK, I know this is completely obnoxious, but I don't care. I love it. She would be so much easier to like, but you can't like her.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it is. I just I really actually like Emily and I like her sense of humor and the things she says, I would absolutely laugh at. I know. It's so it's so annoying to me that Heather cannot just she laugh at herself at she all. Can't. And Ever. she's so upset about it and and then she makes fun of em well we'll get to yeah, that but yeah she teases it, people and it's fine I
1: think that you know Heather is just that character she you're looking at what she was in high school she's always been that girl everything is perfection and if it's and and she puts she lives under a terrible weight of her life her whole life I mean everything for her has to be perfect and She genuinely doesn't care about people. I know that sounds a very flippant remark, but all these women she's in with, she doesn't really like them. She doesn't like Emily. She doesn't like Gina. You know, she's not friends with them. She doesn't care about them. It's what is the show doing for me? Keep thinking how to behave and how you look on camera. Keep thinking of your best angle. Keep thinking of what comes out of your mouth and how that could go to a casting director later that's it there's just one train of thought there's nobody else she doesn't care about anyone else
2: and matter. the ladies know that and yeah sick of it they're like yeah. how come how come you get to say whatever but we can't tease you like we sure. can't play the housewives game with you but you yeah. can play it with us
1: absolutely absolutely so then they finish they kind of wrap it up quite quickly and we see yeah she's just Emily. Shannon and Heather's very very angry I mean even when she stood up and went to the toilet she's like where's the wizard behind the curtains I mean it was so funny for us but if that was my $30,000 dinner that i put on I'd be so pissed off but anyway they then we see Heather and Terry and this scene was nauseating so they're supposed to have this scene where Heather and Terry are saying goodbye to the house, right? Yeah. That they sold for $55 million. They go into this house and, you know, she's left a note and some cuddly toys for the whoever's moving in there. Who, I mean, if they're buying a 50, $55 million house, they're probably monsters themselves. So, I mean, it's it's just transference of monster behavior, right? And they're in there and they're like, oh, we don't have any glasses. Let's just down this um, champs from the bottle. And they're they're trying to do it. And then they dance and they put on a song and they're dancing. And then it's supposed to be this teary-eyed. It was as though they were leaving their first starter home and they'd worked so bloody hard to get out of it and make it. And they finally made it. And that's it. And you're going, yeah. And it's like, no, sorry. You're just leaving one monstrosity of a home to go and flaunt your wealth somewhere else and what it reminded me of is there was a scene of um it wasn't housewives i think it was one of bethany's bethany ever after or one of those fl- um uh spin-offs that she had after the housewives and you saw the scene where bethany frankel is in her apartment with bryn as a baby and her monster ex jason hoppy and she is signing the contract for $100 million for Skinny Girl. And she's crying and she's saying it's all for her in the other room, for her daughter, and I did it. I finally did it. And that is a scene you cry at. That is a scene of a woman that had nothing and no one and she did it. And that's the emotion they were trying to get on this. And it's then Terry and Heather ends going, where are we going now? And he goes, oh, I have no idea but it'll be on a private jet.
2: Yeah, that relatable thing where you're cheersing to your husband because $55 million just deposited into your bank account.
1: Okay. It's wow. just, it was nauseating, that scene. Yeah. Then uh, she's going to get torn apart at this reunion today,
2: she by the will. way. I mean, I will say about that scene, you did see the chemistry, though. You were like, Because we've talked about this where we're like, oh, what are they like together? And this scene, it's like, oh, they just fucking love being rich together and like drinking champagne and eating lobster and like.
1: They're just so (laughs) horny for wealth. Yes. Both of them are just, yes, we're rich. Fuck yeah. Let's go get another mansion. Yeah. Yeah. They just just love that shit. Yeah um then we see a beautiful scene afterwards of Shannon and Archie I need Archie I need that dog Archie so badly he is a big baby puff angel dream I love him you know Shannon gets a FaceTime from Tamara and they're talking about because Shannon didn't go to the party. And then she says she gets this phone call from Heather, which we see a flashback of while they were dancing in the house. Heather calls her and says, why weren't you there? You should have told me. Then we get a flashback, another flashback to the hoedown many moons ago, eight years ago, when Shannon was reprimanded again by Heather for being late to the hoedown. Um, and they're talking. And then Tamara just happens to get a text message, producers, um oh my god heather sold her house for 55 million and then you see everyone uh rolling calls to each other saying 55 million. i can't believe this and shannon's like am i jealous yes i'm jealous
2: obviously yeah
1: <laughs> Wait, <$55 million. laughs> um so yeah they kind of finish up their conversation and then heather's and then tamra says we need to go to mexico which is not going in a bathing suit and they're like i need shannon to just be free she spent so long with her weight. It's so hard to watch her. Like, just even when she was thin, 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 she wasn't in bathing suits. It's like, just relax. Be in your body.
2: Yeah, I feel like she should take a page from Emily's book and just like, be happy with your curves and, I you know, know, embrace it. But she she just never will. She never will. She's unhappy. Um, They talk about how they're kind of setting up what the drama will be once they get to their destination, um, to Mexico, they're like, well, well, how come Heather is so secretive? Why didn't she say this? And Heather had told us before in a confessional, well, I just didn't want to tell them because then they're just going to think I'm bragging. And it's mm-hmm. like, well, you're bragging right now on national television, you idiot. I don't
1: know.
2: Um, I loved that. Uh, I think it was earlier on or something, but I loved another Tamra confessional. It'll set up where we're going next where she was like oh that's so interesting that ryan hasn't met jen's parents is it because she's worried about what he'll wear because he has terrible fashion sense and then the fucking editors put together all the crappy jackets he's worn and i tackled it was so good
1: that's so good yeah you're right it leads on because we see jen and ryan and they're meeting um her mother and His, okay, I need everyone. There was a lot of denim work in this this episode and I need everyone's denim jackets to go. His had camouflage. I can't, camouflage print on his denim jacket. Emily arrives in uh, Mexico and she's got this cut off denim jacket. That needs to go. Gina thinks that class and sophistication is draping a jacket over your shoulder. So she arrives to the airport with a draped studded, denim jacket over her shoulders that needs to go i need all these denim jackets put in the bin please please
2: (laughs) yes uh we get the producer asking jen if her mom knows that ryan has cheated Mm -hmm. in his previous relationship and she goes yeah she does um she just asked me if I was worried about it. And I said, no. And she said, okay. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure it was like that. Uh, so then we cut to the dinner and Ryan addresses the cheating and is like, I'm an open book. Just ask me anything. And Jen's mom just starts gushing about Will and how good of a father he is and how good of a husband he was. And she's like, you have some big shoes to fill.
1: I just, he.
2: So he- awkward.
1: So, but him turning it on with her—he's, he's he's just so transparent. He's just there's nothing. There is nothing there with him. I don't. I don't. It's just awful. We all know what you're doing, and I just need it to end already. He's awful he's awful
2: jen um, thinks it went well though i was like no
1: she's like "Oh, it's great no. and then we see them all packing for mexico so this happened pretty quickly and i loved this scene and i hoped emily found some comfort in this scene when she was watching Fisker, her dog her pomeranian who's now passed on um she was packing her bag and she's giving Fiska kisses and saying oh we could get you a little sombrero and putting him in the case to come with her Fiska was so beautiful. Um, I know. So they're getting ready. We see everyone kind of packing and putting stuff together. Um, and then they arrive at the airport and it's very, very speedy. And then we see yeah. them in the um, sprinter van going to the resort where Carl and Lindsay are apparently getting married. And it's the welcome drinks. Emily's like, oh, those welcome drinks will fuck you up. Remember Sonia in Miami? stop giving them welcome drinks because it just sets you off for such a bad night.
2: Yeah. Bienvenidos. Let's get fucked up. Exactly. And they of course have the customary housewives fighting about who gets the best room chatter. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, it went so fast. They were just all of us. They were just all of a sudden on the beach at dinner and watching these performers. And then, um, there's this tension in the air because they have all been reading these news stories about heather's 55 million dollars sale of her mansion yeah that she went on and on about how amazing this house was on tv and now she sold it secretly and so tamra takes one for the team, of course, and asks her and is like, why the hell didn't you tell us? Like, holy shit, you just sold your house for $55 million fucking dollars.
1: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we
0: eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight
1: loss journey.
0: LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role in a given month. Over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place with LinkedIn. You can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
2: It's like, what's going on? And Heather has her answer all prepared. And she's like, well, I was planning on telling you guys on this trip, but I just didn't know that it was gonna come out in the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure. Find
1: an NDA and everything. Yeah. This I'm a, I'm honestly I'm a bit torn because I don't like Heather, but i dare I say I'm kind of on her side. She she's alienated herself due to her terrible behavior so much that she's at least she's aware that had she told them, she knows exactly that it would be bragging because she brags. So I, I agree with her in that. If she said that, they'd be like, they're, they're jumping down a through at everything, quite rightly, because they're sick of her and they're fed up with her. But um, so I, I kind of get this. And she's like, why are you all so angry? They're angry about a lot of things. Obviously, the whole fact that she doesn't, she tells, you know, she hides so much and puts up this, this pretense this persona but i i do kind of understand that she's losing her she's losing and she can't get out of this and she's like you're all so angry at me but i don't think it's justified if it was that singular but it isn't it's that they're angry over so many things with her
2: i think there's a way she could have told them that wouldn't have been braggy and obnoxious though like i think she could have been like well, we're making a big change. We're finally moving out of the big house and I think we have a seller and what are they going to do be like, "Oh, how much are you getting it for?" Like if they do then that's on them, but she didn't have to be like $55 million. Like that's not the only option of how to tell them. And so I I feel like she could have shared a little bit about what's going on in her life like, "Yeah, we're making a move. We're going to we're going to get, you know, get rid of the the big house." And just like be their friend and say it in like a normal way like that. But of course she's Heather and she's not really capable of that tone. <laughs> she's just not. She's yeah. just not. Yeah, so um, I, I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's she's just sorry, I'm looking at this fireside right now. It's just Instagram Live. I need Mark Cuban to come on Real Housewives of Orange County and explain exactly what this is.
2: Is there what's the monetization bit? Maybe that's what's different. Like do you have to be a member and then how I how are like, these how yeah. are these creators getting paid? Like maybe that's the twist where it's like an easier way to get paid more as a creator. I can see that being a draw. Um Too I hard. I have to look into it more but it is a very odd thing i mean i love maybe-
1: this we criticize the shit out of it and it'll be like so actually we're moving to fireside guys yeah.
2: join us over there yeah. cut to a year from now and everyone has a fireside channel <laughs> um, um so, so they're, at the dinner and they're just yeah. piling
1: on heather at this point
2: yeah they're confronting her about not sharing her life when they say that she doesn't share like mm-hmm. you know shannon's gotten all this crap this season because she doesn't want to talk about her shitty relationship and yeah. um uh, Then Emily, then it kind of escalates with Emily getting into it with Heather. Yeah. And they're talking about the party and she says, you're a dick, Emily. And Emily's like, it was a joke. (laughs) And she's like, well, it wasn't very Emily's like, it wasn't very funny when you were getting up and saying, eat your fucking food and shut up. That wasn't very nice either. And Mm -hmm. so they're just, they're just two people who don't like each other. Or get along and they're being forced to be around each other so she's saying well you you body shame me by making that joke about the cookies looking like my uh, big boobs yeah and it, like each argument was dumber than the next than the previous one because then heather's like well you made fun of me wearing a whale trainer suit at the slip and slide and it's like
1: you I did mean. look
2: like a whale trainer
1: Yeah, look, and like they said, I'm so sorry you're insulted by looking super skinny in a wetsuit. I mean, it's. You knew you
2: looked kind of funny wearing that. Like, what are you saying? And Heather's like, well, I'm just held to a different standard than everyone else. And it's like, I don't think that's it.
1: It's not. She's just, it's gone too far. This is the end of the line and she's realizing it with this show. And of course, we know what's going to happen after the reunion. She'll announce, I've loved my so many years on Orange County, but it's time for me to move on. No, she's getting fired. Absolutely. She's not coming back. Focus um, on my
2: acting. Yeah. Focus
1: on my acting career. Um, and then I love the servers that were like, it's like a telenovela over there. They were doing beautiful work.
2: That yeah,
1: was that, was, that was hilarious so yeah that the, it's i loved emily going up against heather because to be fair she's the only one that can shannon's tried she got knocked down but emily's educated she's a lawyer she has a vernacular that can stand up to heather and she's like i say she's articulate and heather knows uh oh i've got to be careful of this one and i like that she's the one that's going up against her
2: I do too and I don't think she has that much dirt on Emily that she can yeah. weaponize against her behind the yeah. scenes or something yeah. and Tamara can't do it because she has to kind of lay low and yeah she's she's playing chess not checkers Tamara yeah. so yeah I think it's a good it's a good matchup yeah
1: but yep. we kind of ended it on their fight excited to see what else happens in Mexico yep. but it's it's all on Heather, I would like, I don't want, I don't, it's not fun seeing one person being ganged up again. Let's, let's go into, I would like to get back onto Shannon as well. Let's go onto Shannon's drinking. That'd be a good, (laughs) that'd be a good one to go into as well. Let's, let's go between the two. Um, Now there was also something else that happened. A big, 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 big thing happened to the Bravo world this week, Kate. We got a new season of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And Kay, they are back.
2: Oh, I was worried. I think a lot of people were worried how the previous season could possibly be followed up with anything remotely entertaining. It's like, okay, now what? Where do we go with this storyline? Jen's in prison. Who do we have left? Mm -hmm. Who are they going to cast in Jen's place? I think, I I don't know. I was worried. I was like, is this going to suck? It did not. They they did those casting directors went off they nailed it with this new
1: person the the trades instagram are flooded with love for this woman because monica right is her name monica
2: i did not uh, yeah notes. yeah monica. it's monica but i watched
1: it twice by the way i've already watched it twice i the fact that the, the, Jen goes to prison and Bravo casts her ex-assistant who turned state government government witness against Jen and put her in prison. And they were like, whoop, there you go. Let's give you a snowflake. It is beautiful work.
2: That's the best thing they could have done.
1: Best thing. It was, it really was outstanding. It was so good. And she came in. She's got she's got dirt on everyone, Kate.
2: And she's not afraid to say it. The all I kept thinking watching her in this episode was that the the new New York housewives need to take notes mm-hmm. because she went there in her confessionals. Yep. She's not afraid to say things to people in person and she's showing her personality and letting it all hang out. And that's what you have to do to be entertaining on TV. You can't just go on TV and be like, well, this is this tiny little sliver of my personality because I don't want people to talk about me online or whatever. It's like, come on. you,
1: You sign up to a Bravo reality show and you sign your life away. You accept that. That's it. You give it to Andy and you give it with a smile on your face. All right. Because you are on Bravo. There's no higher level. You're on Bravo. (laughs) And I think she looks good on camera. She's very natural on camera. She was not playing a part either. Which I loved. She was just her. And I love that we opened this entire (laughs) new season on Baby Gorgeous. And she is back in her element being so busy. She's just so, so busy. She doesn't sleep because she's just Lisa Barlow and she's so, so busy. And she was out there killing it. At Sundance arranging some chairs and tables.
2: That is exactly her element. That's literally my note. Lisa is back in her element because that if there's anything Lisa's good at, it's telling people where to put chairs.
1: I love it. Love yeah. it. Yeah. Except in her own house that is just barren. There's just <laughs> not a bit of furniture or food in that house, but um, or colour. But we see her and it's beautiful really really happy seeing baby gorgeous she deserved to open the show then we see John Barlow love to see John Barlow driving her around because she's so busy going from place to place for Sundance Kate she's so busy um yeah. so she's in the car and we find out that Fudge College her son Jack um is now se- said to her and John Barlow that. He'd, he's going to go on a two-year mission. Now, I'm by no means an expert on the Mormon faith, but I watched, well, I, I have a friend that was Mormon, and then I have um, watched a documentary about um, an English boy going off and doing his mission. And guys, it is um, it is very isolating. It is brutal it is you're giving up your life for, you, you have zero contact with your family for two years zero with family or friends you can be sent from the the friend of mine her her best friend that went on mission was sent to russia you could get sent anywhere in the world um you are assigned a same-sex person that you um do the mission with which is knocking on doors you're on a bike and you are going into neighborhoods and preaching and knocking on doors for two years. And what happens is you get assigned a person that you go with, and that's your um, counterpart on your mission. And the only time you're allowed to be away from them is when you go to the toilet or have a shower. Why? Sleep in bunk beds, because it's to keep you accountable it's an extreme this documentary i watched about this english boy i wish i could find it again i think it was on youtube it was so interesting the loneliness though the load because you're usually doing it like 18 and it's two years no contact with family and you just say goodbye to them and you go on this mission and preach the word and jack wants to go and do that fudge college wants to go and do that
2: are they that religious or did he just not want to write those essays
1: see This is what's so bizarre is because, remember, we know that Lisa Barlow claims that she's a Mormon, okay? She was Jewish. She was born Jewish, Jewish faith, converted to Mormonism. And she's a Mormon that drinks, has a liquor company, you know, unclear of how often she goes to the temple. We don't know. Um, But she does say she apparently has a strong relationship with God. Mm -hmm. Unclear um but she kind of says it in here that she was completely blindsided she had no idea that he was planning this so he must be and you you know must have been planning this for a year with the bishops in their and um, they call them bishops in there i can't remember the in their ward that's what it is in their ward um you have to plan for a mission because they have to submit your name and then pick the country that you go to pick the state you go to pick he could go He could go to Uruguay, go to Australia, he could go anywhere. And for two years, and they pick it for you, and you're just told where you go. Wow. He's obviously been working with the bishops and working with the ward and talking to somebody. And Lisa Barlow had no fucking idea.
2: Why are these people not talking to their family members? Because then she's so busy. And then we go to. Because then we go to Mary, Mary's back. Stop. And we go to a lunch or whatever with her and Meredith because Meredith is the only person who's still in contact with her and willing to film solo scenes. And Mary tells us that her husband slash grandfather has been in Las Vegas for six months. Yep. And her son may or may not be married. She doesn't know. And the producer's like, you live in the same house. And she's like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, what? I Yeah, but uh,
1: listen, that that son as well, I've told you, I don't get... He's 20 now, which is so... Because the last time we saw him, he was talking about... Unclear if he went to university. Unclear what he's doing. No idea. But he would just never... His face was like this the entire time. There's no facial expression. And he just opened his mouth. I don't blame him. His mother is married to his great grandfather, so you know I don't blame him for being a little bit kookadook. Bringing up, being brought up in that world is nuts. Forced to go to those 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 um, uh, services every Sunday, but right. he has no host expression areas oh, because it's like this. He's a anyway. You're right. It's bizarre. So Mary is with. We see Mary. She's already complaining about the door. Um, goes to meet Meredith, um, and um, they have lunch. And of course, she asks about Jen. And I love all of these people have abandoned Jen. All these great friends of Jen just completely abandoned her. And yep. Jen and Mer- Meredith is asked, "Well, have you tried to contact her? Well, she's in prison. How am I supposed to contact her? Um, visit, right? phone calls they are absolutely unabashed at the fact that they've all abandoned her and trust me Jen Sharp I'm not saying they that she deserves good friends but they were spent so long protesting how they're gonna visit her and stand by her
2: yeah you you it's a stark contrast with the final episode of last season when Meredith and Heather went to New York to be with her during the trial oh we're here for you we love you all this stuff and then you yeah you're right you cut to this and it's like oh yeah whatever she's in prison bye yeah i don't i don't i don't care mary mary is practically doing a dance about it she's she's happy yeah
1: i mean there was so much speculation of can you imagine jen shaw in prison if she was able to watch this or this coming out (gasps) oh rioting So we see that Kate, they catch up and the Mary's just as odd as ever. And then what's the
2: next scene? Okay. So then the next scene that I have is when we meet the new housewife, Monica, and she goes to this lunch um, with Lisa and that who's, what's that other lady who is friends with Jen, ex Uh, ex friend of Jen
1: um Angie we've got Angie K yeah yes
2: yes so Angie's there (laughs) yeah and she's wearing her designer gear she has her fluffy fancy Fendi purse and they are having some Vita and just gossiping
1: yeah and she Monica comes in and you know they're going um Monica's like oh so good to meet you so good to meet you and Lisa's like so good to meet you I've heard so much about you but um then we find out that Monica tells us in the confessional everything that she was as we said at the top that she worked for Jen and that one night this was such a good bit of gossip such yeah. as she goes, I was her assistant I kind of stood in and I was working for her and one night she goes do you want to be really wealthy like six hundred thousand dollars a year wealthy. And she said, all you need to do is put this and this in your name. And thank God this woman understands and can read cues and when there's something really wrong here. So she said, yeah, so I just called my friend. She's in the secret service. Sorry, what? (laughs) Okay. Very Dorendra of you. Yeah. Um, um, so I called my friend who's in the secret service and they said, get the fuck away from Jen Shaw. She's going to be arrested. She's going to jail. And she was arrested two months later. Crazy, dude. Crazy.
2: And that's how I became a federal witness in her trial.
1: It was kook. sold.
2: I am sold on Monica in her first five minutes. And um, we find out a little bit more about her background. So she's a single mom and she has four kids. Woo. 17 12 five and six months or something a baby oh my god okay. and um so she she's on her own seemingly according to her and just being a mom and um i don't know her personality was really shining right away in the confessionals like all right, it, it, it was surprising um and then i don't know did anything else come up in that scene
1: uh, um, well just that you know um Lisa's really into maritime. She's into culture. Just That's just a term. I'm into culture. And um, I'm just really obsessed with anything maritime at the moment. When you think she can't get any better, she just keeps on getting better. I'm obsessed with Lisa Barlow. I love her. And I am so happy that she made a comeback from season two. Season two, she was like hated. And I just adore her.
2: Yeah, she everything is gold that comes out of her. She's like a Sonia Morgan, where it's yeah. just like she doesn't have to even think about it. She just says oh. the most ridiculous stuff that's hilarious. Um, yeah, very into married time, and uh, we get this funny confessional from Monica, and she's like. Yeah, I used to get handed the phone from Jen and (laughs) Lisa Barlow would be on the other line and you could seriously set the phone down and walk away for two hours and come back and she's still talking. I've never met anyone like her. Uh, So yeah, great lunch. Great introduction to Monica. And then we get to this sort of main event of the episode, right? It's like the ski lodge get together. Heather is just wanting to get everyone on the same page and let's stop fresh, fresh start she a
1: new house, remember she's bought the big house seven bedrooms we saw that with meredith she was she was clearing her driveway in like six inch heels <laughs> that chunky heel and a boot um uh, heather but yes yeah, so we find out she's just, new beauty lab has opened and i bought a new house the house that she was in she was in with that that husband which we will not talk about was with that husband since they got married which i was really shocked at he has howard hughes money remember all of that howard hughes money yeah because grandfather was the driver for howard hughes. it was the most bizarre way to become a multi-multi-millionaire was that your grandfather was a driver for howard hughes anyway left him millions and millions and that that was but that was a very modest house they lived in was it just me that thought that
2: I do seem to remember it. Just yeah, it, it was the most relatable house. It very was like ordinary. very, very lived in, and yeah. yeah,
1: and it was kind of like really that was your anyway. But now she's baller. She's got this seven bedroom, six bedroom house or whatever, and yeah, so she's doing this fresh start, a very like Ramona new renewal kind of party, which I love. Yeah. Um, and it's in this gorgeous place, and she's invited everyone, and like the ghost of the feast, Mary Crosby comes in, and everyone's like Mary.
2: Everyone everyone is shook that Mary is filming with them. They are like, oh, my God, it's Mary.
1: (laughs) Is is this a hologram? Yeah. yeah, And then did you see the editors? They did a... Like she was a hologram. (laughs) I guys these people deserve all the awards it that was honestly my favorite part of the entire
2: episode i love the salt lake city crew the editors and the crew yeah they they are good um and so they she does a toast and uh mentions her book of course and then lisa's like am i in your book and she's like did any of you guys read my book and they're all just like no i don't really read and not one of them read her book
1: she, she was never...
2: she,
1: she wasn't even bothered by it I was like I would have crucified you all not one of them they were like nah didn't read it I, th-
2: I think she is. She won't show it but I bet you she went home and called her actual good friends and was like these bitches didn't even read my book <laughs> And um, yeah, Lisa. Lisa's like, was I mentioned? She's like, uh, briefly, but nothing bad. I just say that you're you have big city energy, and you're who I would want to sit next to at a dinner party. And then, um,
1: Angie. Angie.
2: Yeah, Angie. I always forget her name. She doesn't look like an Angie to me. Uh, -uh. Uh, she she said, oh, can I have Lisa sign my book? And Heather's like, okay, fuck me then. Uh And um, and then they kind of split off into smaller groups, and they're having their own little disputes
1: yeah
2: and uh, and uh yeah
1: who I'm trying to think who's Argus we've get well we get the bathtub we've kind of forgotten about this whole bathtub thing which is so ridiculous like Heather I genuinely thought that Meredith was joking about this bathtub she's infuriated at Whitney with Whitney because Whitney went to the press and said I think it's gross to take baths with somebody else because it's all your dirt and grime whatever that was it Meredith has taken this she's more angry about that than anything that Jen Shah gay slurs that Jen Shah said about her son she's angrier about her bathtub she said you think my bathtub's dirty is that what you're trying to say I bet your bathtub's dirty i like what
2: We've watched these shows where people are in love with Ferris wheels. I think Meredith Marks is in love with her bathtub.
1: I think so. It's a love for the ages. Um, so she kind of confronts Whitney about this. Whitney's just flabbergasted. She's like, um, y- I mean, yeah, I said it. it was a joke. It's not that big of a deal. It was just a joke, Meredith. She's like, I don't think it's that funny. I could have said something about when you were with your husband and did a bit of body painting and all of that. She's like, okay, like, sure your bathtub's clean. I'm sure it's fine. Like it's like okay. So then they like well we'll just promise to move on. And you always know in a housewife vernacular that's like holding a grudge. I'll bring this up at a dinner in a couple of days. Absolutely. Then the best the editing of well, <laughs> once again they did such great work in this episode. When we see Mary and and Lisa. Oh hi Mary. Hi Lisa. And then Lisa reads out. That text message that Mary that Mary had sent her. You are an evil witch. You're going to kill people with
2: black widow. You're a big liar. You remind me of a witch. You're not interesting, and you're a horrible human being. (laughs) Okay.
1: And then it cuts to Mary. They're like, "Were you happy to see Lisa?" Yeah, yeah, it was good to see Lisa. I love her, jacket.
2: But you know why lisa is so great on this show is she reads that out and she's not like meredith having this huge vendetta about a bathtub these are actual insulting things and she's like yeah whatever like that's mary
1: she is such an icon i need everybody to understand we 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 all need to understand that she is an icon yeah she was like oh well <laughs> god i love her god i love her um so who else is discussing stuff at this event?
2: Um, did did Heather and Whitney have a moment? I know she called her out in the speech. Like, well, we decided we're going to move on. Which, of course, we know that's not going to happen uh-uh, in the season. Uh-uh, um, those are the big talks that I remember at this party. Yeah,
1: that was it. And then they have this snowball fight. Of course, Mary doesn't want anything to do with that. And she's just mumbling to herself again. She goes, watching them. She goes, "Are they having fun? I mean, she is." Odd. She really is everything. Mary Cosby is everything. We, I mean, no, well, I say that, but her lines are everything, but she's also, I honestly don't know how this has slipped through and everyone's just forgotten this and it's because she's so kooky. Please go back and watch the last season with um, the woman, can't even remember her name either. God, I've forgotten her name. That was one and done last season. She was... She, Mary made racial slurs towards her. And when she was called out, Jenny, it was Jenny, racial slurs towards her. And she tr- called her out on it. She, Mary didn't back down. And then all this stuff came out about Jenny and some horrible racist stuff she'd said. So she was off the show. Mary said terrible things to her. And she imitated her accent. she anywhere else she would have gone so i don't know why she's on this show and nobody's talking about it
2: it is surprising yeah it is surprising that they brought her back and i think that's why all the cast members are like yeah fucking weird that she's here but okay
1: don't get it um there's one thing i want to bring up and i hope i'm not right about this okay obviously we are still annoyed but like housewives have let it go about the whole black eye thing with Heather last year, right? That was so ridiculous and so annoying and never got an answer. And Heather really did a massive disservice. So she's got to do a lot this season to get the fans to like her again. Um, So it was a bad season for her. And that black eye thing was infuriating and all the fans hated it and were really annoyed about that storyline. Yeah, What we've been teased with this season is that scene that we've all seen now, we saw at the top of the show, It's going to come out in the season is Heather on the phone and she's saying the words that she says on the phone. She's like, it was her. How could she do this to all of us? Okay, that's what she says. And then the camera comes in. She pushes him away. And I think she then they're in Bermuda and then she goes and confronts this the person. You can see her doing it. I think she does confront the person. I'm really worried, Kate. That the thing is the secret, the thing that this person did, and who this is, is the fact that they just find out that Monica was the state witness. Or do, would they already know this? Tell me they'd already know this.
2: Oh, I
1: got really worried. I was like, don't make it that. Don't make it that. that Will they it be that?
2: I mean, they all seem to like not really care about That's Jen what anymore. I'm
1: thinking, and I'm like, they would know.
2: Right, it seems like she's openly talking about it.
1: I, but she hasn't mentioned Jen that we've seen yet to any of the women. We know Angie K is her only connection. I guess Lisa knows. Lisa knows that she worked for Jen, but I am gonna lose my shit if that's what the secret is. It can't be, right?
2: It could, but I uh, hope. It's, I hope it's not. I hope it's not because she says. How could, she, it was her, how could she do,
1: how could she do this to all of us? And all there it us. might be, she was the one that put our friend in prison and none of us knew. Could be. No. I mean, not. what else would it be? What else would it be? Oh, there's so much stuff. I think it was Whitney. I'm hoping Whitney did something. She leaked okay. something to the press. She started a rumor really bad rumor or something i'm hoping it's whitney
2: i could see that because they end up not on speaking terms right yeah. the, so that that's what i'm hoping yeah anyway because monica i can just see monica throughout the season kind of just saying that that's like, what i think i hope because she tells us she's like well jen said bad things about everyone here yeah so i'm just not i don't and everything that came out of her mouth was a lie and so i'm just going into this making my own opinions and so i i don't know i feel like she would just come out with that but we'll see see. same
1: um so that's it guys that is our bravo roundup we're not talking about i'm not calling it real housewives of new york anymore i've decided kate it's just (laughs) friends in new york that aren't even friends i watched the episode you said you didn't watch it kate was bloody boring beyond belief. They need to cut it. They need to ax it. And they need to get rid of all of these people immediately. It's a disaster this season. Disaster. It's
2: it's just the first thing that I cut from my schedule. If I don't have time to watch everything, I'm like, well, I'm not watching New York. Because the thing is, if you see a couple clips online, you've seen the episode. Yeah. Nothing, nothing goes on really.
1: It's bad. It's really bad. So you're not missing anything with the episodes. Um. So I think that's about it, guys. We are going to head off. We hope you have a fabulous weekend. Um, we are back to our regular schedule next week. So obviously Tuesday is 90 Day Fiance. Wednesday is our Wheel of Shame, which we picked a new show, Expedition X. Um, and that's when people go and find mysterious mythological beings or something. It'll be great. Um, and then next Friday will be another episode for our, um, Patreon members. We have one out today. So if you are not a subscriber, you're not a Patreon member. Go ahead and check out, you'll see on your feed, there is an episode there with a little lock next to it. You can unlock to listen to that episode plus all of our back catalogue. And that's where we deep dive into paranormal, UFO, unsolved crime, pop culture documentaries. This week, it was a paranormal haunted house documentary. Go and listen and sign up now. It's dead easy. It'll take you a couple of minutes, five bucks a month, and it helps us and really supports the show, so thank you to everyone supporting us, and thank you to everyone listening right now that will go and sign up. We appreciate it. Um, so we'll get that today. You'll get another subscriber episode next Friday, and we'll be back with our Bravo things. Anything else, Kate?
2: Um, just find us on social. We are uh, active on Instagram, Tender Loving Care Podcast, and the other thing you can do is just tell people about the show if you enjoyed the episode. Text it to a friend or something. Rate us five stars, all that good stuff. It really just helps us um, continue to make this beautiful podcast. So, thank you so much for being here, and we will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.